Hi, my name is Ava, and this is my life without pants. It started out like any other day that begins in court. It was raining, which, in hindsight, probably should have tipped me off to the clusterfuck of events that I was heading toward. The same way an ominous sky in a Shakespearean tragedy alerts the audience to imminent danger. Or that soothsayer predicted Caesar would be stabbed to death by lunchtime. Alas, my own beware the Ides of March warning was slightly less dramatic, but I was already late after showing up at the wrong courthouse, so it's not like I heeded it anyway. So there I was, damp, shielding my hair with my notice-to-appear-in-court document while racing through the parking lot. Amanda was calling me. She and Lindsay were, of course, already inside the courtroom, awaiting their third witness before our 10 a.m. trial began. I'm basically there, I heaved into my phone, viscerally aware of the B-rated tragicomedy my life was shaping into nicely. I slid into the bench at the back of the courtroom where Amanda and Lindsay were ready for our day in court. It's all just details at this point, but last year the three of us were refused a cab ride outside a concert venue in a remote pocket of Toronto, aka the East End. So Amanda rallied us into a ragtag Justice League to teach him a lesson. Today in court, this amounted into a stern talking to from the judge, which we graciously accepted as reasonable punishment. Case closed, I had to get back to work. There we were celebrating our first courtroom victory in the parking lot before quietly returning to our daily lives as typical unsung heroes. Civic duty, right? I was high on the taste of justice we had duly served when I raced down the highway to make it back to the office. It was still raining. I get it, Skies. Danger. I slammed on my brakes. It's funny how time stops so you can pinpoint the exact moment you're no longer in control of your life. My car was sliding toward the black Mazda in front of me, and there was nothing I could do to stop it. And with a loud, relenting thump, we made contact. I always wondered what my first car accident would be like. Would I be alone? Who would I call for help? Would this be the actual death of me? Stuff like that. None of these questions came to mind as I sheepishly trailed the car to the shoulder of the highway scanning the rear end for damage and thinking, please, God, just don't yell at me. I really didn't know what I would say as I stepped out of my car into the rain and waited for the other driver to decide how to deal with me. A young guy emerged from the driver's side and came toward me with soft eyes and his arms outstretched. I started profusely apologizing as he wrapped his arms around mine and asked if I was okay. I realized I was shaking and started blurting out something about the slippery roads, how I tried braking and couldn't stop, and that I'm just so really very sorry. He smiled, nodding along with everything I was saying. It's really dangerous out there today, he added sweetly. I couldn't believe what was happening. Did I just rear-end the nicest guy in Toronto who also happened to be young and attractive? Was this a meet-cute? Was my red lipstick still on? He interrupted my internal monologue. Doesn't look like there's any damage, he said. Bonus, I thought. I guess there's no need to exchange contact info, he added. Wait, what? Suddenly the story we were to be retelling to friends and family for years was slipping away. Are you sure, I asked. Maybe you should take my number, just in case. He paused, looking genuinely hesitant. Then added, well, this is my brother's car, so I guess I should be safe. 
Do you have insurance? Yes, I replied. Romantic, I thought. As he snapped a photo of my insurance slip, I made one last bid for a Taylor Swiftian love story. I'm Ava, by the way. Tyler, he said, shaking my hand. As I turned to get back in my car, he added, I hope your day gets better from here. I smiled. Me too. I immediately called Amanda to let her know what I had been up to in the last 30 minutes since we parted. She laughed and was not at all horrified, and probably just relieved. Maybe he'll find you, she offered as consolation. Yeah, I laughed, hopefully not to sue me. I decided it was time for another coffee later that afternoon, which was perfect because I needed to top up my parking meter anyway. That's when I spotted the yellow parking ticket tucked under my windshield wiper blowing in the wind. Of course, I thought, how is this day not over? The British barista with a man bun handed me my latte with mangled phallic art dancing in the foam. I stared at it quizzically. It's abstract, he assured. A customer standing next to me peered over at my drink and said in an accent that could either be Spanish or smokers, it's good luck. Finally. You're listening to My Life Without Pants, and this is my life. I'm Ava Bakari, and I'm joined today by Amanda Capito, who is not only the producer of this podcast, but she has a starring role in my life. Amanda, thank you for being here. I'm so honored. <laughs> Amanda, let's go back to that day. Do you remember being in court? You know, we had just gotten out. We didn't go to trial. I was actually disappointed. I know, I remember. <laughs> I took the Amanda whole day off. Ready to fight. So... Were you surprised when you got my phone call then to tell you what had just happened and my chance encounter with love? I, you know what, you've always been a big believer in love. <laughs> in the most, like, ridiculous and cheesy ways, too. I feel like you feel the same way. I, I, I'm a fan of big gestures and bold statements, and so I might not be as open-hearted as you are to love, like, everywhere. Says the girl who will literally start yelling out her phone number. <laughs> <laughs> you see the any prospects that she's like, mm, yeah, this is the guy. Bold statements. Like, I'm all about the non-conventional ways of, of meeting up. So that's why when you said that you had this encounter with a guy through an accident, I was like, yes, this is a great story, this destined. Like, I really, really loved it. You believed in it. I believed in it. I believe in the, like, the places where you least expect to meet someone. The shopper's drug mart cashier, you know? Like, I'm, I'm happy to shout my number out at him if I think there's a good connection. Did you think he would get in touch? You know, I told him my name. I He took a photo of my insurance. Yeah. So there were ways that the modern world, he could have found me. He probably has a girlfriend. That has to be it. Right? That's obviously why he didn't call. Or he's just too scared. People are scared these days. Why? <laughs> I think I put myself out there. I mean, I don't know what else I could have done. I know. You tried. I was proud of you for saying you should take my number just in case. <laughs> he did not. <sighs> Maybe you should ask for his number. I think that's a little forceful. I just ran into the back of his car. Just I mean, like, you can't be too aggressive. What if you said, what if you said, I really want to repay you, like, drinks or a dinner, like, a, as a minimum, even if there's no the damage. that I ram into? <laughs> now you're going to just start ramming into guys on purpose. <laughs> that's just a like, great tactic. Gunning them down? Is that like, love? <laughs> just have a car just for <laughs> demolition purposes. If this works, I'm telling you, if it's a million dollar idea, if someone finds love from the next person that they rear-end, I want to know about it. That's actually I great. I feel like I'm responsible. Yeah. <laughs> I love this idea. 
I meant, I feel like no one else would have supported me, would have believed in this the way that you had, so. Just like the way you supported me and believed in my, my t- taking this taxi driver to trial. <laughs> we I got owe, each other's back. I owed you. I we really. do the same thing. Yes. I go to court for you. Yes. You're there for me if someone sues me. Yeah. It's give and take. I think that's what friendship really is. Thanks for listening to this episode of My Life Without Pants, based on the blog, which can be found at mylifewithoutpants.ca. Coming up on the next episode... No, coming up on the next episode... Oh. Ah, like you're throwing to a clip. You're saying it like a sentence. Okay. Coming up on the next episode... Coming up on the next episode... Coming up on the next episode... I know, it's hard. It sounds so weird. I know. Because I can hear it in your voice. Coming up on the next episode... No, you're not I know. I don't know how we got here, but this really is the last episode of the season, and I can't thank you enough for coming along for the ride. It's been a dream come true. But this podcast would not have been possible without the following people who came on board wholeheartedly from the start. Jessica Waring, who played the part of Ava, Channel 13, who did all the graphics, and my producer and editor, Amanda Capito. I'm Ava Bakari, and I hope you'll listen in again soon. In the meantime, follow along for more Pants Fun on Instagram and Facebook at My Life Without Pants. It is my life after all.